peace and innumerable blessings. My name is Jeanette Lancian, and welcome to the Spirituality and Motherhood Podcast, where we will explore different ways of honoring your spiritual path, your spiritual gifts, your divine connection, all while being a mama. Because it's different potatoes when you got them babies. It's just different. My intention is this with this podcast is to support you support your spiritual path and your divine connection by sharing wisdom and experience of other mothers who are just on the path like you and I come to you I come to this podcast as a mother of two boys age three and six a psychic a hoodoo root worker tree talker an herbalist a lay herbalist I listen to the plants and do what they want I also come to you as an entrepreneur. I run a, a, bit, a website called Simple Weekly Ritual, where I offer a newsletter subscription that offers simple rituals and spiritual practices to support you in spiritual growth and, and personal development. This is the first inaugural episode. So what I'm going to do is um, offer you a simple spiritual practice that I love practicing, that I love doing, a little simple thing that I love doing every week. And then I'm going to tell you about myself because I'm exciting, damn it. I'm very exciting. So let's get into it. The ritual of the week. So here we go. (laughs) This is something I do every morning. I love getting up and doing this ritual. And when I I forget because I'm tired. I get really sad. Um, This ritual is a simple libation to Mother Earth. So I get some water and I have a special libation pitcher. (laughs) Put the water in the libation pitcher and I speak words of loving gratitude to Mother Earth. I thank Mother Earth for all that she does. I thank Mother Earth for guiding me for protecting me and my family, for loving us. And I pray that Mother Earth teaches us to be more gentle, more kind, more compassionate on her. And then after pouring, you know, my prayers and my gratitude into this water, I just pour it out over the balcony because we live in an apartment. And then that's that. I do that every morning because it's important to me to express my gratitude to Mother Earth. It's just important. So that's that. That's the ritual of the week or of the episode. So let me just kind of slide on into interviewing myself, telling you more about me. Okay. So I am, good Lord. (laughs) I am the mother of two boys, three and six. I'm an expat. I'm an American living in, in, in France, hanging out over here. I, um, yeah, I come to hoodoo and root work and ancestral, re- well, ancestral reverence is part of that. Um, kind of just through my blood, just kind of realizing like who my ancestors were and how they practice, kind of putting two and two together around um, things that my dad did and things that my grandmother did, and just kind of having an inclination for it. Um, how uh, and and. Okay, what does my spiritual path and practice look like? My spiritual path and practice looks like simple ritual that um, connects me to the earth and um, honors my ancestors. 
So I spend a lot of time connecting with trees, with nature spirits, um, working with plants, loving up plants, getting, receiving guidance and information from plants and different um, nature spirits and animals and insects. So my, my, my path and practice is very earth-based. There's a part that's also kind of a little more etheric. And since I connect with like the dead, like sometimes I'll get other people's ancestors telling me to tell them X, Y, Z, but that hasn't happened in a while. Um, but yeah, that's what my spiritual path and, and my general practice looks like. Um, I started down this path, just kind of, this is just how, who I am. This is just who I am. When I was a little kid and I was stressed out, I went to trees. I would go hide under a tree. I'd go hang out on the pine trees. When I needed comfort or like I, I, I would go to a tree or I would go to nature. So having this sort of relationship with nature kind of just being like my safe space when like humans couldn't do it for me, I would go to nature. So that's kind of how I got started on this path. And also like this path is also a manifestation of like very much my grandparents and, and, and those who came before them. I have one grandmother with an amazing green thumb. Like she, I remember like she just would take so much pride and love and care and her plants and her, and she just, they would bloom for her. And they would love her back. And it was an amazing thing to watch. And like my other grandmother, um, ooh, she's just very powerful spiritually. She she just was. She was an Eastern star. And my my father was a Mason. So so like being a spiritualist kind of runs down the the paternal side of the family. So it's just very much who I am. Um I there's no other way for me to be other than down this path. Um, uh, let's see. I have a question about telling you a little about my family. Like I mentioned, I have two boys. Well, I don't have the boys. They exist and I'm mothering them. Um, they're three and six. It's been interesting being psychic, being intuitive and raising children and watching their sort of gifts develop and figuring out how to support them in developing their gifts and not shutting them off, how to support them in using and honoring their gifts and, and not, you know, shutting them off, supporting them in honoring their power and using their power in a way that works for them and is kind and compassionate rather than shutting them off. Yeah. <laughs> So what does my current spiritual practice look like? My current spiritual practice is very ritual based. So that means I do like little rituals all the time, like the libation to Mother Earth. Like uh, just this morning, I gave an offering to the helpful hidden folk and the land spirits that are helpful outside. This evening, I will leave another offering on the balcony where I have lots of plants and another offering to uh, the house spirit. Um, it looks like tending um, the altar in the kitchen. It looks like, yeah, just offerings, 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 offerings all around 
praying for guidance, praying for wisdom, praying for favor, expressing loving gratitude for all that I'm given. That's what my practice looks like. I also occasionally whip out some oracle cards when I get confused and like some, I do some divination on occasion. But since COVID, like I haven't been, divination takes like a little bit of space, sans children. And whenever I pick up the coins to divine, the children are like, hey, you're doing something spiritual. What you doing? What you doing? Let me help. Come on. I want to toss. Where are my coins? I want to toss too. And I'm like, oh, oh, the question's gone. <laughs> I can't focus. And then I feel like my ancestors are laughing at me. Like, <laughs> just come back at night. It's going to be okay. So that's what my, my spiritual practice currently looks like. Um, before having children, my spiritual practice was very different. I would say it was a lot more shamanic. It was a lot more shamanic and a lot more, there were more bound. Well, there weren't really boundaries because like I was just open all the time. Like I, I don't mind sitting with spirits. I really don't. I don't mind sitting with, yeah, I don't. I kind of like it. I like it when like things pop through and they're like, Hey, what's up? And I'm like, Hey, what's up? But with kids, you can't be doing all that because the children be jumping on the couch so like before before having kids, like I could just be more just psychically out there and chilling. With kids, I need to be more grounded and and aware and in this realm. I have a tendency to naturally just be kind of out out my body, but with kids, I gotta be grounded in here. Um my spirit practices have become much more tangible and much more focused and much more like much less shamanic. I'm no longer opening portals and journeying and I'm no longer spending like three chunk, like three hours at a, at a time with other people doing spiritual work. I, I really miss it <laughs> doing intuitive work. I miss it, but it's not space for it now, nor energy. Um, with the first child, um, with son number one, <laughs> my practice became um, more grounded. So, like, I stopped doing these intuitive strange exchanges that lasted long periods of time as often as I did. Um, and I started focusing more on herbs. I started focusing more on, like... The earth, the earth yanked me. Um, and with the second child, the earth pulled me <laughs> deeper down, being like, come here. You are one of us. <laughs> you need to get here. You a heathen. Connect with these rats. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and I started getting more into hoodoo and root work. With son number two, it was all about hoodoo and root work. It just was. It wasn't just like, these rose petals do blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, okay. So I need to hot foot this person or hot foot this. I'm going to do this. Like it was very like, rah. it was, it was different. It was different. Son number two changed the game. <laughs> he changed the game. Um, what has been most challenging for me in terms of balancing like my spirituality, my gifts, my practice with motherhood is um, patience and realizing that like uh, it's an ever evolving 
practice and it's an ever evolving path and to be patient as things unfold. I find myself so wanting to study more, to practice more, to do more, but there's a limited amount of time in the day and energy. So um, I've had to learn patience and I've had to learn like the importance of like simple rituals and doing the things that I need to do um, to support my family in a spiritual way. So like every Tuesday, I'm cleaning the floor with the intention of protecting and clearing out any malicious, vicious energy. Um, every night, I'm praying for the unity, and the health and well-being of the, the family. So like ritual has been a way for me to use to work with my skills and my abilities in like um, in the framework of, of hoodoo to take care of my family. Um, and that's kind of helped me meet the challenge of using my gifts and finding space for them, but also realizing I wanted to grow in that way, but just being patient with it. It's something I'm still working on is, is being patient with my own spiritual growth and evolution because um, I'm greedy and I want to do more. I want to learn more. <laughs> I want to do more. I want to learn more. But, you know, there's only so much time and energy and space. Children have changed my relationship to the divine um, by teaching me to let go because I can't do everything. Children have taught me to rely on spirit so much more because I can't do everything. I just can't. I can't see everything. I don't know everything. I need to rely on something larger than me. I need to rely on the earth. I need to rely on my ancestors that are helpful. I need to rely on the helpful spirits around me. Instead of just kind of playing and exploring. Um, I feel like children have brought like some sort of seriousness and depth to my spiritual practice that wasn't there before. Because it's because it's a whole different thing when you're like, okay, how do I spiritually protect the family from COVID? What the hell? There are herbs for this. How do I keep the police away from us? Oh my God, I'm an immigrant. What herbs will help me with paperwork? Who do I need to petition to get this paperwork done so that I could stay in this country? (laughs) It's like a whole level of gravity versus like, you know... Oh, you know, let's go hang out with the brownies. Like it's different. <laughs> it's different. It's it's serious. <laughs> and like I like to play. So my spiritual practice used to be really playful, but now it's like, oh God. You gotta protect. <laughs> we gotta we gotta like keep a good vibration around here so like, you know, we're not fussing and cussing with each other. Cause the fussing and cussing can stay outside. We got to, you know, we also live by the crossroads, which were like, you know, spirits come in and out. So how can I ensure that this space, you know, we good? Um, so having kids has brought like seriousness to my practice and also taught me to rely on the divine more. And it's I, I would say it's like it heightened my access to the divine because I I rely on the divine more. I rely on the spirits and the love and the grand organizing principle outside of me to take care of me. So what has helped me most as a mother on my spiritual path? 
Learning to follow and honor my intuition. Learning that um, I got to honor my intuition and that it smells stank. It stank. Because when you're pregnant, (laughs) if you're already coming into the game intuitive, when you get pregnant, it ups. And the thing about it is, is that up doesn't necessarily go down or go away because those are spidey senses you need to to keep your children safe and to to just be aware, right? So spiritually, I've learned to trust myself so much more because I got to. (laughs) Like there's, yeah, there's like, you know, spirits around us keeping us and like earth and all sorts of things, but you know. You got to tie your camel. (laughs) You got to do what you're supposed to do to keep things tight and right. So I've learned helping me as a mother, like what's helped me is following my intuition, following my gut and honoring that. Um, Any advice I'd like to give to any other mothers on their own spiritual path? I would say follow your gut. Be patient. And also to kind of like tag on to following your gut, I would say don't get wrapped up in what you see on the internet. I think it's really easy to look on the internet and have some feel some sort of way about the things that you see and the things that people say they do and the, the images that people portray. Come back to yourself, follow your gut, And like, don't get caught up in what you think you see, right? Don't get caught up in what you you think you see. There's already so much on you as as the mother. Don't put (laughs) the expectation for you and your children to be levitating and your child to be given tarot readings at the age of two on yourself too. It's not real. It's not fair. Yeah, and that's that. That's that. Be patient with yourself. Trust your intuition. Don't put any crazy expectations on yourself because you saw it on Instagram or heard it on Twitter. People be bullshitting and showing off. (laughs) You also don't know. You also don't know what somebody had to do to sacrifice to get those gifts. People. People often come by their gifts in 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 not always the most savory ways. Some people are empathic and psychic and all sorts of stuff because they were left open and raised with love. Some people got those gifts because when they were a kid, they needed some sort of guidance. And you know what? You know, great, great grandma came through and gave it. The tree gave it. A helpful fairy that saw the kid suffering was like, hey. I'll take care of you. So like, you know, don't get caught up in stuff. And and then some people also just had access to um, like mentors and all sorts of stuff. Not everybody gets a mentor. Not everybody gets, not everybody gets that. So don't compare yourself to what you see on the internet. I don't know why I'm saying that to me or you. Anyway, <laughs> it's a strange place, man. Anyway, that's, that's the end of this interview. <laughs> and yeah, like 
we're going to wind down out this podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you have any topics you would like me to discuss, any, I have some rants, I feel like, in me. <laughs> but if there are any topics you would like to discuss, let me know. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Feel free to share. If you're really liking this, feel free to, you know, subscribe, share with your friends, say, hey, there's this lady talking smack in a podcast about her spiritual children who are giving tarot readings. Just kidding. My children do not give tarot readings. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for the truth <laughs> that would come at me of these children's mouths. Anyway, feel free to like, share, subscribe. If you want to support this work, feel free to join my subscription list. And also you can slip me some change on PayPal. Ah. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode where I am interviewing my great friend, Sarah Marshall Neal. And we're going to talk about her path um, her spiritual path as a mother of, of girls. She has girls, different energy. I can't wait to talk to her and I can't wait to talk to you. Stay blessed. See you soon. Peace.